This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Speed Queen, Home Advisor, and Dynatrap. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, give us a call right now because we are here to help you with your home improvement project. What is on your end of summer to-do list? Yes, Labor Day is just, what, a couple of weeks away now? Oh, man. What happened to the summer? It went so quickly. But that means we're jumping into the fall season, which we never complain about because that's when home improvements really heat up. So whatever you are working on, we're here to help you out. Give us a call, whether it's a home improvement, a decor question, a repair question, a maintenance question, or just, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you guys think? What's involved? Kind of a question. The number is one eight 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 money pit Or you can post that question online at MoneyPit.com. Coming up on today's show, if you've got a house full of kids, one of the appliances you rely on daily is your laundry machines. Uh, No doubt. (laughs) Exactly. But when you buy a new washer or dryer, how long would you expect it to last? I mean, 10 years? 15 if you're lucky? Well, we're going to tell you about a new set of machines that are designed and tested the last 25 years just ahead. And have you ever had a tree or a bush or a flower that just doesn't seem to grow? Well, the issue might be that plant's microclimate. So you could be doing everything right, but the plant just doesn't want to be there. We're going to tell you how to plan for these really hyper-local conditions that'll get you growing again. And you can't see it, you can't smell or taste it, but radon gas causes cancer and it's found in one of every 15 American homes. We're going to tell you how to make sure yours isn't on the list. And if you want to be mosquito bite free like my family has been, so thankfully this entire summer, I'm knocking on wood, which means I'm knocking on my head right now, but we have <laughs> truly been mosquito bite free and I've got to thank Dynatrap, Mosquito and Insect Trap for that. So we're giving one up for grabs this hour. It's worth 129 bucks to one lucky caller. And I don't I don't know about you, Tom, but have you been bitten up? No, I have not. It's, the thing is amazing. And in fact, it's we've amazing. Got, we've got friends that live along a lake and they've spent hundreds of dollars on these mosquito um, services that come in and spray everything. Like the sprayers? Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they've got Dynatrap too and they absolutely love it. So give us a call. That's what you could win. And you could also post your question to moneypit.com. Let's get to it. 888 666 3974. Leslie, who's first? Heading over to Delaware, where Eve is trying to get rid of a smoke smell. What's going on? Right. We recently purchased a row home in Philadelphia, and it has a third-floor studio apartment where the previous occupant was a heavy smoker. And we're trying to get rid of the smell from the cigarettes. We've tried removing the floor tiles, replacing the drop-grid ceiling tiles, and painting. But the odor is still pretty strong. So I'm wondering if you have any suggestions. Hmm. So above the drop ceiling, did you paint that surface as well? No, we didn't. What did you 
paint with? Did you use any kind of a primer? Going over paint, so we didn't. We just used a regular latex paint. Right, so the best thing to do in a situation like this is to use a, a very good quality primer, either an alkyd primer or a solvent-based primer, because it tends to seal in all of those wall and ceiling surfaces, including the odors that are underneath. The other issue, of course, is the floors. Now, you mentioned that there was, there's a tile floor there, so it was a hard surface floor? Yeah, right now we pulled up everything and we're down to the plywood, and we were just going to put in a new flooring. So is there anything we should do before we do that? Yeah, I would I would also prime the plywood. Okay. I'd seal everything in. I would use a good quality oil-based primer like a Kills, for example, and I would prime the heck out of everything because that does a good job of sealing out those odors. That and some just normal ventilation ought, ought to do it. But I think if you don't prime those surfaces, you won't be able to completely get rid of that odor. And then, of course, it goes without saying that you've disposed of furniture and curtains and things like that. Yes. The only other question is, what about like kitchen cabinets? Yeah, you can't do much with them. But what you can do is you can clean them with TSP, trisodium phosphate. It's like a powdery soap mix that you buy in the paint aisle, and you can mix up a solution and, and, and clean those. Are these wooden cabinets or like laminate cabinets? Wooden. If it's wooden, you may not want to use the TSP on it. You could use Murphy's oil soap okay. instead, but you're okay. going to have to clean them. Right. Yep. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Eve. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. I mean, thankfully, fewer and fewer people are smoking today, so we're getting fewer and fewer of those calls. But I tell you what, when you get a house that's like that, what a mess. What a big mess. Hard to get rid of that sound. Now I've got Larry from Arkansas on the line who's got a landlord running an extension cord from his home into Larry's place. This does not sound good. What is going on? The extension cord is plugged into our front porch and is connected to a light at an attached shed. And uh, the the real problem is I'm thinking about putting a freezer in the shed, and I strongly suspect that that's not enough enough electrical support for a freezer. Probably not. And the thing is, extension cord is, is supposed to be a temporary solution, not a permanent solution. If you want to run power to another building, shed or not, uh, on the same property, it should be run properly, which is generally underground with cables that are rated for that, uh, that are tied into their own circuit with proper circuit protection. So this is uh, a shortcut, which I wouldn't recommend, and especially if you want to put an appliance out there. You know, freezers pull a lot of power when they when the compressor kicks on. So you kind of have this uh, voltage drop that happens when they first kick on um, because of the draw. And so I would suggest that if it's something you really want to do, you should think about um, having a circuit run there. That's really the best way to go. I will check into doing that. I was concerned. And rightfully so, Larry. Rightfully so. so. He's got the extension cord buried maybe a couple of inches some places. Oh, he buried it? Yeah. Oh, man. That's really yeah. dangerous. No, because extension cords are meant to be air-cooled. Well, yeah, but they're, not, they're certainly not designed to be underground. That's a certain rating for wiring. Yeah. Yeah. Really dumb. Should definitely take that out, Larry. Okay. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Michelle in Michigan's on the line with a question about moles. That's a lot of M's, Michelle. What's going on? Well, I have about an acre and a half of backyard. Well, actually, an acre, not quite a half. But I have moles constantly coming from my neighbor's yard and tearing up, and they're living under my patio. Well, you know why they're coming to your yard is because your yard is serving up a tasty treat that they really like. So the reason why moles show up is because your property probably has grubs, and you might not see them. They're living in the dirt underneath the lawn, but that's what the moles are eating. So the trick to getting rid of the moles is to get rid of the grubs. Now, how would I go about by doing that? Because I've done everything I could possibly think of. 
um, spraying, putting things down, even a few homopathic things, but nothing seems to be working. So there's a couple of different products that you can use that will, I guess, treat the grub situation. One of them that you can find at your local home center is Grub X. And that's an application that you'll put on the lawn, and that will get rid of the grubs. I mean, it won't happen instantaneously, but it'll start to get rid of the grubs, and then the moles will figure out that you don't have the tasty treats in the lawn anymore, and they'll start moving elsewhere. Have you tried anything like that? No, I haven't tried anything like that. My neighbor down the street told me to poke little holes in the ground and put bubble gum in there, and they might be confused, thinking it might be a grub (laughs) or a worm, and they might not want to come back. I was trying to do something where I wouldn't hurt them, but they're really hurting my yard. That's right. It's really simple. If you eliminate their food source, they're going to go try to find that somewhere else. So the grubs are the food. If you eliminate the grubs, you'll eliminate the moles. Okay. Well, great. Then I'll have to give that a try. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. You can post your question to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com or give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. They really have the best local pros for any home service. That's right. It doesn't matter what the project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros. There are no membership fees. It's a 100% free service to use. Find out for yourself at homeadvisor.com. Just ahead, if you bought a new washer and dryer, how long would you expect that machine to last? 10 years? 15? Well, we're going to tell you about a new machine that's designed to last 25 years after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by QuickCrete. QuickCrete fast-setting concrete sets posts without mixing. Now available for a limited time in a bonus bag with 20% more. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, presented by Home Advisor, or post your question to the Money Pit's community page. You'll get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus, this hour, we're giving away the Dynatrap Mosquito and Insect Trap. This will protect up to a half acre and guard your family and pets from nuisance insects that could bite and spread disease. 
It produces CO2, which is an irresistible attractant for mosquitoes, and it doesn't require any lures or attractants whatsoever. Completely non-toxic. You can actually use it both indoors and out. You know, Tom, yeah. it works so well. Do you think that friends would be upset if I showed up for like their barbecues or after parties with and brought my... your Dynatrap with it? <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, they got these new models coming out that are really small and attractive. And, you know, we always say this work inside and out. Now, I have the big one that protects like a, an acre of property. But we've had some of these house flies that are like just buzzing around our kitchen. And they're really annoying. They won't go away. And they're too fast to catch right now. <laughs> I would love to put one of those little ones in my kitchen just to catch. I think suckers. you should. It works. I mean, really, it's amazing. Really well. If I next, I need a personal one for when I go over to friends' houses. Let's you work on that time trap. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got one to give away. It's worth 129 bucks to one lucky caller. And by the way, you know we often give away product on this show, and you think, well, you know, what if I am not calling during the weekend or not calling live? Doesn't matter. If you are listening to the show by podcast, and it's between Monday and the following Sunday. Whatever we give away that following weekend, you're in the drawing for it. If you call us at 888 Pit with your question, we'll call you back for not in the studio so that we can answer the question, or if you post it to the Money Pit's community page. Don't be shy. Get those questions rolling in. 888 Pit and online at moneypit.com. Howard in Texas is on the line with a brick wall that's heading for Humpty Dumpty to have a great fall. What's going on? <laughs> it's leaning forward? The house is old, about 30 years old, and I assume the retaining wall is probably similar in length, it's a, there are two walls. There's one about six bricks high and then a three-foot-deep flower bed, and then another brick wall, about landscaping brick wall, about four bricks high with another three feet behind that of shrubbery, no flowers. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, yeah, it's been leaning. I noticed it last year, and, and I thought it might go away, and it's not. See, the thing is, what, what happens here is um, over time, that soil is going to fill up with water. It's going to be moist and damp, and it's going to expand and push on the wall. And that sort of ratcheting action from the frost heave, uh, the wall won't come back from that. So every season, season after season, it pushes a little more, a little more, a little more. So it's not a structural issue because it's landscaping brick, but it's eventually going to have to be replaced. Okay, so you mean tear it down and rebuild it. Now, there are other types of retaining walls that can be constructed that are designed not to lean. For example, there are different types of, uh, of block wall, fancy block wall, like precast concrete block walls that um, go together like puzzle pieces, one on top of another, that sort of lean back as you go. because you, you stack one up and the next one doesn't stick out quite as far and the next one on top of that not quite as far as the one below. And those are rather permanent when they're installed. But just a basic brick wall like that, yeah, that's eventually going to lean and fall over. Well, when I say brick, it's it's probably four to five inches thick and deep. Yeah. No, I hear you. Well, that makes sense. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Kim in North Carolina, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Well, we had trouble with weed, and it was never a trouble before, but it, it we have had trouble finding what we used to have and want to know if it is outdated or no longer safe to use for the environment. Oh, you mean your weed killer? Well, no, it's not a weed killer because we try not to put anything down in the ground other than to kill the fire ants. But your goal here is to eliminate weeds? We used to use a black plastic. The black plastic would keep the weeds gone, just literally gone. And the plants would actually flourish from the root system being gently baked, we'll use the term. But now all you can find is that thin fiber stuff almost. Well, listen, if it's worked for you in the past, I don't see why 
it won't work for you in the future. And certainly it is available and it's safe. And you're talking about weed block. That's a different material entirely. And, and weed block is, um, you know, basically designed to cover uh, the whole surface or to be just below the surface. I mean, it will work as well. But generally with weed block, you put slits in it and that's how the plants grow through it. They don't grow under it. Now, if you're talking about a lawn, there are other ways to deal with a massive influx of weeds. If your lawn is in really bad condition and completely like full with weeds, then I would recommend a, a kind of radical step called a Roundup Restoration, where you essentially spray the entire lawn with a Roundup product in the fall, by the way, in the fall. You spray the entire lawn, and then as that lawn starts to die out, you put seed on it, and the seed comes up through the original dead lawn, and then by next spring, you have a beautiful new green lawn without a lick of weeds in the whole place. So there's a couple of ways to approach it, but either way, I, I think is fine. If you can identify the plastic and use it again, I see nothing wrong with doing that. If you want to use the weed block, that's fine, but you have to have cuts in it for the plants to come on, or if you just want to restore the entire lawn, then go with the Roundup Restoration. Kim, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Hey, are you guys looking for something fun and exciting to add to your home's laundry room, maybe for this upcoming fall season? That's right, I said upcoming fall season, or even the end of summer. I know you're building up a lot of laundry, so we're partnering with Speed Queen for the Speed Queen Lovin' My Laundry Sweepstakes. Check it out at lovin'mylaundry.com. Two grand prize winners, guys. They're going to receive Speed Queen washer and dryer set, including the delivery and hookup. That's a prize worth over 2000 bucks, and we're giving two of those sets away from Speed Queen. Also, they've got up for grabs 10 first place winners, and those folks are going to get a laundry gift basket with things like the basket and clothespins and laundry sack, all that good stuff that you need, plus a $200 Amazon gift card, but there's also going to be 40 runner-up winners, and those folks will get a $50 Amazon gift card. I mean, those are huge prizes, Tom. That's like 52 prizes. 52 prizes, and I got to tell you, I love the Speed Queen machines because while most washers and dryers last 10 years, 12 years, if you're lucky, they test these machines with 10,000 loads of laundry, which is the equivalent of 25 years worth of laundry and wear and tear. So they really are good quality machines. Why not enter today? The Speed Queen, Lovin' My Laundry Sweepstake, lovinmylaundry.com, L-O-V-I-N, lovinmylaundry.com. All right, next up, we've got Mark, who's got a question about some unwanted summer visitors. What's going on? We're starting to get these black ants that are coming into the house, big ants. I don't understand why they're, you know, all of a sudden coming in worse. They haven't been coming in before. Well, ants are, are can be seasonal in terms of their the times when they're active. If they're large black ants, I would want to know if they're carpenter ants or not, because those can actually eat wood. They could be damaging to the house. So I think if you have that much infestation, I would have it inspected by a, a pest control professional. Now, if it turns out that you have to treat them, the, best, the most effective treat, treatments with ants and with some other insects like termites as well is to use a bait treatment, because the baits are effective because the ants take it back to the nest and uh, it gets split among the colony and it eradicates the entire colony as opposed to just kind of killing them off one ant at a time. They share it and they eradicate the entire colony. So baits are the most effective way to rid your home of ants and they really are best when they're professionally applied. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Louise on the line who's got some mystery stains on a mailbox. What's going on? Okay, I have a brick 
mailbox, and um, it seems to have salt deposits leaking through the outside of it. Is it in the uh, the way of a of a lawn sprinkler by any chance? Uh, no, it isn't. Because often what happens if is if it gets uh, groundwater splashed on it, and that can happen if you have sprinklers and wells. Uh, a lot of mineral salts in there that will dry and, and basically here to the outside. You know, what, what's happening here is you, you are seeing some sort of mineral deposits and you're going to have to clean it. And the best way to clean it, believe it or not, is to mix up a vinegar and water solution because vinegar melts the salts. Wow. So you can, you know, mix them up in a bucket, splash it down, you know, with a nice uh, soft bristle brush, scrub it, and that should make those disappear. They may come back. Uh, but the other thing that you could think about doing once it gets nice and dry and clean is to apply a masonry sealer to it. And if you use a silicone-based masonry sealer, you want to get one that's vapor permeable so it doesn't trap the water underneath the sealer surface and so lets it breathe and stops it from cracking and chipping. Uh, but that should uh, slow down uh, the showing up of, of any additional salt stains. Well, thank you so, so much. I'll do that. All right. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Just ahead, have you ever washed your clothes and then discovered that they come out with sort of like a strange white residue? Well, we're going to solve that mystery next. Hi, I'm Richard Trithui, the plumbing and heating contractor from TV's This Old House. If you want to keep your home from freezing, frying, or going on the fritz, keep listening to Tom and Leslie on the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. On the Money Pit Radio Show. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Fit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Find top-rated home pros you can trust. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. You can post your question at MoneyPit.com or give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home improvement project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Hey, have you ever washed clothes and then when they came out, they were covered with kind of a mysterious white residue? That's probably the result of washing clothes in hard water with low-quality detergent because if you don't use the right detergent, it doesn't soften the water for the washing cycle. And those low-quality detergents will contain only sodium carbonate, but what you need to do is find a detergent that includes both 
aluminosilicates and sodium carbonate, which basically work together, soften that water and get rid of all that white crusty stuff. Of course, you also want to use the hottest water possible. And if it's a really bad situation, pick up a water softener. Home Depot's got a lot of good water quality solutions that could help you out with that. Well, when you're planning your landscaping or your garden, it's always a good idea to choose plants, shrubs, and even flowers that are native to your geographic area. Absolutely. But beyond your geographic area, you can also get very specific about the climate right around your plants. These are actually called microclimates and planning for these very local conditions. Here to tell us more about microclimates and help make sure that they assure the success of your garden or landscape is Roger Cook, the landscaping expert for TV's This Old House. Hi, Roger. How are you? We are excellent. And how micro exactly are we talking here, Roger? Are there different climates kind of theoretically going on in different places in your yard? Well, let's start off with a broad point of view. Okay. There are hardiness zones that break up the United States into different areas of high and low temperature. Okay. This tells you what plant will survive in that area. Like if you buy a plant, you live in zone five, you go to the nursery, you find a plant that'll grow in zone five. So you know you're safe. Got it. Now, if the zone goes colder, like zone four, a zone four plant will grow in a zone five. If you have a plant that likes warmer temperatures, like a zone 7 or 8, and you put that in a zone 5, it's going to die. So palm <laughs> trees in New Jersey don't do so well. Only if you can take them inside for the winter. <laughs> but as a general rule, no. All right. So uh, we know that we have to match our planting to our specific hardiness zone. But beyond that, when you get into your own yard, there are conditions that can actually change that and almost move a section of the yard into a different hardiness zone, theoretically, correct? That's right. And it happens both on the warm side and the cold side. We've had several places where the sun will hit off a concrete wall and that gathers and and retains the heat. Okay. So that area there, we could actually grow a plant that would be out of its zone because of those warm temperatures. The other thing that happens in that warm zone is those plants will grow faster or flower earlier than other plants in the yard. But will that zone, that new sort of microclimate that you've created just because of this, you know, per chance that you're reflecting the sun off of this building, will that continue throughout the year? Or once you get into a winter season... Is that going to be really detrimental to that plant? It'll revert back to whatever zone you're in. So you've got to be careful. Most people find that with a warm microclimate, the plants bloom earlier, and they're always wondering why. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why. Then there's the other side of the house, the north side. Now, it doesn't get any sun, and that stays colder, so you're almost in a colder area. So what you should do is balance that. Make sure you put the right plants that will take that coldness like a zone four plant in that area. Now, Roger, this is all really fascinating. I mean, so many things can affect how your garden succeeds. So is there an example where you've seen this in effect? We actually did a project on Ask This Little House where we had a homeowner who had a set of stairs with matching plantings on either side of the stairs. They had a dwarf Alberta spruce on either side. The one side, the plant was all shriveling up and diseased because of the heat that was caused in that one corner. The other side, the plant was beautiful. So we took out the dwarf Alberta spruce, which wasn't dealing well with that heat in the sun, and we put in a yew, which had the same shape as the other dwarf Alberta spruce, but would tolerate those conditions there. And it all worked out. It all worked out beautiful. 
So it sounds like what you're saying, Roger, is that typically we see a plant that doesn't do well or seems to do extraordinarily well, and we always blame it on the plant or on the soil, but we really need to expand our view to kind of think about what's happening right around that area of the, of the building and of the yard, the sunlight, the reflecting surfaces to really get an understanding of what's going on there. Right. That particular microclimate could be affecting that plant's performance, and that you described it perfectly, Tom. So the choice might be to move up or down in hardiness zones based on what you're seeing in that particular area if the plant is not doing well. That's right. So we've just about confused everyone. And everyone <laughs> <know what. laughs> well, I think the point is that there's a lot more than just choosing the plant in the zone. You really need to look at what's around it. And, you know, this kind of advice is very, very insightful. We're going to have a lot of gardeners out there going, aha, now I know why it's not doing so well. Roger Cook, who always helps us do well with our landscaping chores. Thanks so much for stopping by The Money Pit. You're welcome. And remember, guys, you can watch Roger and the entire This Old House team on This Old House and Ask This Old House, which are on your local PBS station. And This Old House and Ask This Old House are brought to you on PBS by The Home Depot. More savings, more doing. Up next, when it comes to odorless, colorless gas that can pose a real health threat to homeowners, what do you think of? Carbon monoxide, of course, right? Gets all the attention, but... Radon gas is out there. It's also odorless and colorless, and it can be a real killer. We're going to share how to know whether radon is lurking in your home after this. You live in a body pit. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Money Pit is presented by PaveStone. Building a fire pit, patio, planter, walkway, or even a grill surround is quick and easy with RumbleStone from PaveStone. Look for RumbleStone at the Home Depot and visit PaveStone.com for project ideas and how-to instructions. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, or you can post your question to the Money Pit community. You're going to get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus, this hour, we're giving away a really fantastic prize. If you hate being bitten by mosquitoes, and I can't imagine that there's anybody out there who actually enjoys it, this is the prize for you guys. We've got up for grabs the Dynatrap Mosquito and Insect Trap, and you're going to receive it, and it's a really attractive-looking lantern, but it protects up to a half an acre of your yard, and it guards your family and pets from all of those new insects that bite and spread disease and are just particularly annoying and you plug it in it stays plugged in all the time and it works by producing co2 which really is that attractant for the mosquitoes and it does it through a chemical reaction there's no additional lures or attractants needed it works immediately but in about six weeks you're going to notice that there's probably going to be zero mosquito population. It's amazing. We have been bite-free all summer, which is really an unusual case for my family, which mosquitoes seem to just adore biting myself and my kids. And so far, not good. We've been great this summer. You can find it right now if you can't wait over at Bed Bath & Beyond or at Dynatrap.com. But one lucky caller drawn at random is going to win the prize worth 129 bucks. 888-666-3974 is the phone number. Or post your questions to the community at MoneyPit.com. Remember, no matter 
when you're hearing this show, you can call us 24-7 or you could post that question and you will be eligible for that week's prize. Tim in Illinois is on the line with a mold question. What's going on? The house was painted five years ago. It's got a new roof, new gutters. And underneath the soffit, I have this black mold that um, it's kind of splotchy. Um, pretty, it's getting, it's like a black, blackish film, and it's starting to come down the siding. And it wasn't like that last year. Uh, I'm just, I don't know what to use to clean it and, and prevent it from coming back. I, I wonder if it's mold. It could be something else. I mean, sometimes we see any kind of growth, we call it mold, but it could be moss or mildew or algae. There's a product on the market called Spray and Forget that's very effective. Uh, against all those things, mold, mildew, moss, and algae. And as the name implies, it's very easy to use. You spray and then you kind of uh, walk away and the product goes to work uh, basically inhibiting the ability of that uh, of that growth to continue, and then uh, it will basically dissipate after that. So I would go ahead and pick up some spray and forget, and it is safe to use uh, around plants. It's a cleaning, an effective, very effective cleaning product for situations like that. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, during these hot days, we spend a lot of time inside our homes, all sealed in with the AC on and not so much ventilation. But have you ever thought about what you're breathing in those situations? Because in some parts of the nation, radon gas may be part of that mix. And if it's high enough, that can be a problem because high levels of radon gas can cause cancer. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, radon gets very little attention compared to carbon monoxide, which does get a lot of attention. But it can creep into your house through cracks and gaps in your basement floors and walls. And it's more common than you might think. Now, one in every 15 homes here in the United States is believed to have elevated radon levels. So to find out for sure, you can order a quick and easy charcoal absorption kit. You can buy them online, you can buy them at the home center, and that's going to test for radon in your house. It's inexpensive, and it can determine those radon levels inside of about a week's time. You send it away, and they'll get all the results to you. Now, Tom, is there a better time of year to do it? Because I know it's, you know, it's kind of imperative on having your windows and doors closed. Yeah. So, I mean, if your house is closed up for the summer, if you have central AC, so you're not really opening your windows and doors except for normal exit and entry, then it's fine to do it now. If not, I would wait till it gets a little chilly when it's really tight. Then you could do the test. And if it turns out that the radon comes in high, which if it's using the picocuries scale, which is the standard scale for the charcoal adsorption canisters, that's four picocuries per liter of air. If it's higher than that, then a mitigation system could become necessary. That has to be professionally installed, but it's not complicated. It basically sucks the radon gas out from below the lowest level of your house, whether that's a basement or a slab on the first floor, and then it vents it outside. There's a fan that gets installed. And in fact, some homes in the country are actually sort of pre-plumbed for these systems. So it's just a matter of just hooking up that fan and that will get rid of it. And once that's done, you have no worries whatsoever. So it's something to be aware of. It's not something to panic over, but test your house find out if you have an issue, and then take the appropriate action. All right, now we've got Teresa on the line who wants to change her deck from paint to stain. What's going on at your money pit? We have uh, a deck. We have replaced half of the deck with, um, what do you call it, pre-treated lumber. Yep, treated lumber, and okay. And we've got, we, and, and I really don't know what to do because half the deck is now, you know, replaced, and the other half is still painted. 
mm-hmm. with paint, not stain. Are you planning on replacing the painted lumber as well, or or not? Uh, well, I was actually wanting to use some type of uh, solid stain because I think they've come out with some new stuff now, and maybe I would use it over all of the deck. Yeah, the thing is, since it's been painted, you're really going to have to get that old paint off. You can't stain over paint because there's nothing for the stain to soak into unless it's so worn that it's exposed sort of the pores of the wood. But you're talking about a solid color stain. and has a lot of pigment, and it kind of looks like paint. It just doesn't have the glaze to it, but it gives it a lot of protection. And since the pressure-treated side is brand new, I would tell you to probably wait until next spring to tackle that because the first year, there's a lot of chemicals in that pressure-treated lumber. We like to let them evaporate out a bit first. Oh, okay, because I had heard a couple of different things. I was gung-ho, ready to go. Now, and you think that the part, see, part of the, the deck is actually covered. So you think I need to strip that off of there? I'd be concerned because I don't think the stain is going to is going to stick on top of the paint. I mean, the idea of stain is it soaks into the wood. You can paint over stain, but you can't stain over paint. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what what products are out there that would maybe paint? I mean, like I said, paint would work for all of it, but then you'd be committing to painting the rest the rest of the deck unless you just wanted to have it be sort of a two two tone or at least one you know one is painted and one is stained. You're going to see a difference between the two, but maybe you can figure out a way to make that work from a decor perspective. Well, thank you so, so much. I'll do that. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Coming up, there are plenty of products claiming to keep your heating costs down, but not all of them are created equal. We're going to share some tips to separate insulation facts from fiction when the Money Pit continues. 888 Money Pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. 
find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Post your questions to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. You can also post them to our Facebook page or pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. With HomeAdvisor, you can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and then instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's background-checked pros for free. All right, but these pros are here to help you right now, and we're jumping into our posted questions. And I've got one from Todd who writes, What are your thoughts on insulating paint additives? I hear it can improve the heating and cooling of your home if you paint it onto your walls and ceiling and inside your attic because the paint additive contains ceramic microspheres that have reflective properties. Any truth to this? Todd, the, the concept of insulating paint has been around for a long time, in at least a decade to, to my knowledge, but I've not really seen any convincing data that it works as promised. I mean, sure, ceramics are a great insulator for spaceships, but that doesn't mean that it's going to work well for walls and ceilings. You know, whenever I hear folks bring up stuff like this, Leslie, it's always like that sort of like off point a little bit kind of product that that sounds like it should make sense. I always say, listen, why don't you just go back to the basics, right? I mean, yeah. it's like the people that want to build, uh, you know, wind generators in their backyard. Have you checked the insulation level in your attic yet? <laughs> I mean, start there. Start with simple, effective things that you know are going to work. You know, are your windows, have they been caulked? You know, if you, are, are they drafty? Uh, what about the gaps around the outlets on the outside walls? You can put inexpensive gaskets behind them. Stop those drafts. Has the insulation settled in your attic? You know, there's so many places to look before you get all crazy. Right. Do that stuff first before you start looking into sort of this uh, this oddball stuff with no really proven record of success. So, yeah, we've heard of it, but I'm not going to tell you to do it. I want you to go back to the basics here, Todd, and make sure that you got all of that covered before you start getting into these kinds of things. All right. Next up, let's help Barb in Maine. She wrote, I'm redoing my basement and putting a shower down there. Do I need a trap in the shower or will a straight drain be okay? No, that's interesting because you're in a lower level. So you're thinking maybe I can just directly connect to your you know, wastewater line there, but that would be a bad idea, right? Yeah, unless you want to come out of the shower smelling like sewage gas. <laughs> I mean, that's what the trap is for. Yeah, exactly. The trap does just that. It, it basically traps the sewage gas from backing up into your house. That little U-shaped piece of the plumbing drain pipe is a really important piece. And so, no, you can't skip the trap. I don't know why you would. I mean, it's, if you're doing that kind of a project, it's, it's a pretty big project. And by the way, uh, you need to be concerned about where the waistline is, because if you're going to put a shower in the basement, you may have to lift that wastewater up and then drop it in to that drain so that gravity can take it the rest of the way. And there are special pumps that are designed to do that. Uh, if it's a shower, it's a gray water pump. If it's a, if it's a toilet down there, it's a, it's a different type of pump that actually grinds the waste, then lifts it up. And that need, itself needs to be properly installed and vented. Um, and when it's all done, it works terrifically well. So definitely a possibility to put a shower in the basement or even a full bathroom in the basement, but you gotta follow the plumbing codes there for a reason, Barb. Yeah. And you know what, Barb, you're really going to be enhancing the value of your home with putting a bathroom in the basement, but first pop into your town or your village municipality, make sure that the building department will allow you to have a bathroom in the basement. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope we've given you some tips, some ideas, some suggestions, some inspiration, some education to help you get your home improvement 
repair and decor projects tackled these remaining days of summer and maybe plan some fun projects for the fall season ahead. And whenever you have a home improvement question, you can call us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or post your questions in the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.